0: Praise the Lord everyone. This is uh, Minister Dennis Payne once again coming back to you in the name of Jesus. I believe last week we talked about the importance of uh, being uh, baptized in the Holy Ghost. We went to some scriptures uh, to prove our point, how uh, important it is uh, to be baptized uh, with the Holy Ghost. So what I want to do, because I know some might have questions, and and uh, and that's okay. They might have questions, but I'm hoping I can uh, answer those questions. You know, by giving you the scriptures that need to be uh, told. So, what I want to do. We last week, as you know, we was talking about uh, being baptized in the Holy Ghost. Now, we went to one of the places that we we went to was um, I believe it was. Uh, uh, Acts, the first chapter. I'm going to go to Acts, the first chapter again. And I saw something in Acts, the Church. chapter. I want to reiterate this so you can really get this. In Acts, the first chapter, and we went with, I believe it was, uh, verses number five, okay? In verse number five, in the book of Acts, uh, and it stated that John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost, not many... Days hence. So the question is, what baptism was he talking about? Was he talk, was he talking about a physical baptism or was he talking about a spiritual baptism? Because I believe and I really believe this, I believe that we're living in a time most people feel like if they get physically baptized, that they really end. But that's not the case. That's a piece of the a piece of what we have to do. Somebody said, Well, What are you talking about? Well, it said right here, it said, John truly baptized. And we found out the word baptized comes from the Greek word baptizo, which means to be dipped in. It means to be immersed. uh, And immersed meaning is Jesus himself baptizing you into his body. Okay? Some say, well, well, why do we need to be baptized into his body? Now, the reason why we need this spiritual baptism, why do we need it? Okay, the reason why we need this spiritual baptism because there's no possible way that we can live this Christ-like lifestyle without the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Remember Jesus said in John the 15th chapter, he said, without me, you, you can do nothing nothing. What he's basically saying that without his spirit, we'll never be able to live the life that he lived. We'll never be able to do it. Without the baptism of the Holy Ghost, we'll never be able to do it. Not in our own strength. The scripture even teaches it's not by power, nor is it by might. Well, how is it going to be done? It's going to be done by the spirit of the living God. Hallelujah. So you might be asking the question, uh, and uh, it's a, in, in, uh, what about Matthews 28? We're going to go to Matthews 28 real quick. We'll go to Matthews 28 and 19. and 28 and 19. I believe this said yeah, 19, 28 and 19. What about Matthews 28 and 19? What did the scripture say in 28 and 19? Well, this is what he said. I'm going to go to 28 and uh, 18 and And we'll pick it up from there. It said, Jesus came and uh, spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. And then he told them to go ye therefore, teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. And then he said, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever, I have commanded you. And, lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Now, he did. This is a what they call a physical baptism. The baptism is twofold. I'm trying to show you something. He told them, a baptism, the physical baptism, that's the one that most of us have um, gone through, was a physical baptism. We got baptized in the water. Okay? We got baptized in the water. We came out of the water. All of that was done physically. So what was... John, the Baptist, is talking about. He's talking about a spiritual baptism. Jesus, right here, he's talking about the physical baptism. Now, the physical baptism is an outward statement to the public that I am identified with Jesus. Me going down in the water is a signal, a sign, that my old lifestyle is now dead. And when I come out of water, it's a signal or a sign, then I'm walking into the newness of life. That's the physical baptism. But we can never live the life of Christ Jesus without the spiritual baptism. It'll never happen. You need the Lord Jesus. You need the spiritual baptism. You need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. That's what you need, the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Now, let me show you another scripture. I want to go to to fortify what I'm saying. I want to go to the book of Mark again to rehearse what John the Baptist did. Now, watch this. In the book of Mark, I think it's Mark uh, 1 and 8, the scripture teaches in Mark 1 and 8, John said, I did indeed baptize you with water, but he shall baptize. Who's he? That's Jesus. Who's he? Jesus. He's going to baptize you how? He's going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost. That is not a physical baptism. That is a spiritual baptism. So why? Are we baptized with the Holy Ghost? Number one, that's Jesus. He's baptizing you in his body. Number two, without this baptism, you'll never live his life. You can't do it. You can't live it out. You need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Mm. You got to have the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Now, then we got some instances We got some instances uh, in the Word of God to prove to you that they were baptized in the Holy Ghost. Now, let's go to the book of Acts, the second chapter, and you're going to find out on the day of Pentecost where they were baptized with the Holy Ghost. In the book of uh, Acts, the second chapter, the second chapter, I believe we're going to go with verse number one. The scripture teaches, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all they were all with one accord in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. Now, what was that of Russia, as a sound of a rushing mighty wind. Now verse number three said, and there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it set upon each of them, and they were all filled. Let me say that one more time. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And they began to speak with other tongues that the Spirit gave them utterance. Now, what I want to show you, I'm going to deal with this rushing mighty wind. Jesus had talked about that wind once before. He talked about the, the wind when he had a conversation, there was some dialogue going on between Nicodemus and Jesus in John, the third chapter, Jesus had talked about the wind and what he was referring to. He was referring to this wind that was going to happen on the day of Pentecost. Notice the word wind. Okay. The Bible said in John, uh, the third chapter, there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews, and saying came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, meaning teacher, we know that thou art a teacher and you come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verity, Verity, surely, surely, I say unto thee, except the man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, "Verily I say unto you, except the man be born of water and of the Spirit. Now notice what he said. Except the man be born of the water and of the Spirit. A capital S. He cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Was Jesus talking about a physical baptism? Was he talking about that? Was he talking about being born physically? No. He said, that which is born of flesh is of flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. And then he said, "Mormon, not that I say unto thee, you must be born again. And here's that wind, verse number eight, the wind, it bloweth, where it lifteth, and thou hear the sound thereof, but cannot tell whence it cometh, and with it go, so is everyone that is born of the Spirit. That's exactly what happened on the day of Pentecost. The wind blows where it listed. The wind came in, a Russian mighty wind. That's the spiritual baptism. That's the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And remember what I told you before. I said this. I found this. Without this spiritual baptism, without this spiritual baptism, the day of the rapture, when the believers are called up, when the believers are called up, if you are in that grave, if you you die before the rapture and you don't have this Holy Ghost, you are not going to To be caught up. How you know that? Can you prove it to me in the Bible? Yes, I can prove it to you in the Word. And I want to go back to you because I want you to really get this. In the book of Romans, the 8th chapter, I said it once before, and I'm saying it again. You got to get this. This is what the Word said. I didn't say this. This is nothing but Word. Paul wrote to the believers, and this is what he said. But if the Spirit of him, who's him? God if the spirit of God that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you what do you mean by the well that word the well means if that spirit that raised the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead live in you he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also what quicken quicken means bring back to life Quicken. Quicken your what? Mortal bodies. By what? Here's the key. By his spirit that dwell in you. His spirit that lives in you. Wait a minute. What happened to those that don't have his spirit? How will they be quickened? How will they be caught up? The scripture. It just said it. The scripture stated. If the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you or live in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal body by what? By his spirit that lives in you. Okay? What if the spirit of God is not in you? You can't be raised up. There's no possible way that you can get up from the grave. There's no possible way you can get up from the grave. Well, what about the ones doing the rapture? What about the ones that living? Because the Bible teaches that the dead would in Christ would rise up. And they're going to meet those that are already living in the, and they would meet them in the air. And they're going to be be, be called up together to meet the Lord. That's what the scripture Wait a minute. What are you talking about? Let's go back to first uh Thessalonians, the fourth chapter. I believe it's uh first Thessalonians four and sixteen. I gotta say it again because I really feel in my spirit there's some that really believe that when well, I got the I got the physical baptism, that's good enough. Let me tell you something. With that baptism, that physical baptism, you will never live the Christian life. Not with that baptism. Mm-mm. Am I saying you don't need to be, yes, you need, you need to be baptized physically, but you need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Yes, you do. You need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Now, 1 Thessalonians 4 and 16, what did the scripture say? He said, let's go 4 and 15. For this, now this is Paul writing to the Thessalonians. For this we say unto you, by the word of the Lord. Wait a minute. What you say? We're saying it by the word of the Lord. Wait, wait, we'll say that again. We are saying it by the word of the Lord. That we which are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord should not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall what descend from the heaven with a shout and with the voice of the archangels and with the trump of the God and the dead in Christ shall what rise first. Wait a minute. How are they going to get up? How are they going to get up from the grave? How are they going to get up? What's going to get them up from the grave? How did Jesus get up? How did Jesus get up from the grave? Did he get up on his own? He got up by the power of God. The Spirit of God raised them up from the grave. The same thing that happened to Jesus is going to happen to you. If you have the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Now, and back in the Acts, it said this, and this is crucial. You cannot be a witness until you have this baptism. You can't even be a witness for the Lord. Well, how do you know that? How do I know that you cannot be a witness from the Lord for the Lord? Without the baptism of the Holy Ghost. How do I know that? Well, I'm going share with you in the, in the Word of God. He said, John baptized. For John truly baptized with water. And we said it in the beginning of this program. For John truly baptized with water. But you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. And when they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, what wilt thou at this He's, they asked him, saying, Lord, will thou at this time restore again the kingdom of Israel? They was looking for a kingdom they, where Jesus would rule. And he said unto them, it is not for you to know the time of the season which the Father hath put in his own power. But you shall receive power. What power was he talking about what power was Jesus talking about now notice he said you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you you shall receive authority you shall receive power what power the Holy Ghost power and you shall be what witness when will i be the witness is it before the baptism of the holy ghost or is it after the baptism of the holy ghost but you shall receive power after that the holy ghost is come upon you not before but after the holy ghost is come upon you And then you shall be a witness unto me, both in Jerusalem, in all Judea, in Samaria, and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. Now, notice, you'll be a witness then when the baptism of the Holy Ghost come in you. When the Holy Ghost come in you, then you'll be a witness. Why? Because the Holy Ghost in you is the witness of Christ Jesus. That's Jesus' spirit. The Holy Ghost is Jesus' spirit. The Holy Ghost is God. You cannot separate them. The Holy Ghost is God. It's the spirit of God. It's the spirit of Jesus. It's all the same. So, you cannot be a witness until you receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Now, I'm saying this because God had impressed upon me there were many. They had been baptized with water, but they don't have the power, they don't have the Holy Ghost. You can't be a witness. You can't live like Jesus, not without his spirit. There's no possible way that we can live outside of his spirit. We need the spirit of God to live his life. We can't do it. We need the spirit of God to do this. Let me go with another scripture before I get out of here. Let's go with John, the seventh chapter, verses number John the seven, Yeah, 7th chapter, verses number 38. In John 7 and 38, the Bible said, I speak that which I have seen with my father. Let me see. Let me get it right. I take that back. I'm in the wrong page. 7 and 38. He that believeth on me, Let me take it back in 37 first. In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scriptures, watch this, is key. He that believeth on me, as the scriptures have said, you got to believe according to the scriptures. He that believeth on me, as the scriptures have said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. What are these rivers of living water? Well, it's going to tell you in verse number 39. But this spake he. Who's he? Jesus of the Spirit. What Spirit? The Holy Ghost which they that believe on him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given because that Jesus was not yet glorified. He hadn't given up his life. He wasn't dead. He didn't die yet. So the Holy Ghost was not given. Hallelujah. It wasn't given. So he's talking about, he didn't believe on me, this is Jesus, as the scriptures, you gotta believe in as the scriptures have said. Then he said, out of you shall flow rivers of living water. He's talking about the baptism of the Holy Ghost. We need the baptism of the Holy Ghost to live this life. Without this the baptism of the Holy Ghost, we'll never be able to live this life. We'll never be able to do it. We gotta have the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I don't care. You can strive, you can you can strive all you want to live this. Somebody say what what if I continue to study And, and keep studying? Studying will teach you about the Lord But you'll never live what you study. Oh, that's good right there. You'll never live what you study without the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You'll never live this life. You can study 24-7, but you'll never live the Christ life, not without the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I want to pray with you. If you have not received the Lord Jesus Christ, you can receive him now. The Bible said this in the book of Romans, the 10th chapter, verses number nine. If you confess the Lord Jesus with your mouth and believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you can be saved. If you believe that, if if you believe the report of the Lord Jesus Christ that he died, he was buried, and God the Father raised him from the dead, you can be saved. I want you to repeat after me right now if you believe that. And I believe if you believe that God will send his spirit into your heart in the name of Jesus, if you really believe it with your heart. Confess with me right now. I want you to say, Lord Jesus, forgive me for all of my sins. I believe that you died on the cross and you was buried and God, the father raised you from the dead. Lord Jesus, I open the door into my heart and I receive you as my Lord and Savior in the name of Jesus. Lord Jesus, now fill me with your spirit in Jesus' name. What well, I'm going to leave you right now and I'll see you again next week in the name of Jesus. God bless you.